It's Friday the 11th of March. It's World Plumbing Day. Happy birthday. Johnny Knoxville, Jody Comer, Shane Ritchie and Thor Burt. Russia's attack on a maternity hospital in Mariupol, which killed three people, including a child, generated headlines around the world and outrage at the attacks on civilians as war in Ukraine continues to escalate. Russian Foreign Minister Sergei Lavrov met with his Ukrainian counterpart Dmytro Kuleba on Thursday in Turkey for the first high-level peace talks. But there was no immediate progress towards a ceasefire as food and supplies run out for civilians trapped in bombed-out cities. In fact, Sergei Lavrov denounced the outcry over the attack on the hospital, suggesting that it had been taken over by radicals and that there were no real patients left. He continued with more bizarre statements, including denying that Russia had attacked Ukraine at all and a suggestion that Ukraine and the US were planning biological warfare on Russia. We did not attack Ukraine. We explained to Ukraine that there's a situation which is posing direct threat to the Russian Federation. What Pentagon is doing in the biological laboratories in order to experiment using pathogens which could be used to to create biological weapons. Ukrainian Foreign Minister Dmytro Kuleba very politely suggested that he was happy to keep the discussions going but that the humanitarian issues needed to be solved urgently. I will be ready to meet again if there are prospects for a substantial discussion and for seeking solutions. statement from Sergei Lavrov planting the seed of the idea of Ukraine using biological or chemical weapons is causing considerable alarm among the US intelligence services and the prospect that Russia may themselves be planning to do just that. UK Prime Minister Boris Johnson says there's a real risk. They start saying that uh, there are chemical weapons uh, that uh, have been stored by uh, their opponents. When they themselves deploy uh, chemical weapons, as I, as I fear they, they may, they have a, a, a sort of a masquerade, a, a, a fake story ready to go. President Zelensky, who continues to battle on from his office in Kyiv, denounced Russia as a terrorist state. He also denied any suggestion that Ukraine had any involvement in chemical weapons and warned about Russian disinformation. He spoke to Sky's Alex Crawford, telling her that Ukraine will never quit and after Russia claimed Ukraine needed to be denazified, Zelensky feels that maybe Putin is projecting. It's not about my own decision. It's the decision of two countries and two peoples, yes, and the decision of two presidents. And one of them is Putin. So we'll see. We'll never be Russians. So you can occupy it, of course. There are a lot of countries which Russia can occupy. It. That, is, that is the idea of Nazism. The UK finally moved against oligarchs on Thursday, sanctioning seven new names, including Chelsea owner Roman Abramovich. He's worth £9.5 billion, according to Forbes, and his favourite asset, Chelsea Football Club, which he bought in 2003 for a mere £60 million, has been dramatically affected. Mobile Phone Company 3 has asked for its logo to be removed from the team's shirts, and while the team can still play games, everything else is frozen, from TV money to merchandise sales and sales of tickets to games. Sports lawyer Stephen Taylor-Heath says it's big trouble for the Blues. Based on the terms of the freezing 
pricing order, it was seen that you couldn't actually sell those tickets, um, hospitality tickets or anything like that, other than purely the, 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 the deal you've already done, which is the deal with the season ticket holders to, to, to have their season ticket seat. One person who won't be sorry to see him go is Sunday Times writer Matthew Syed, who spoke out against him as far back as 2013. And you can't look at this in a purely footballing context. You have to look at the wider moral context. And in that sense, it has been a deeply corrosive influence on British football. European leaders, including Michal Martin, met on Thursday at Versailles for a two-day summit to discuss the ongoing war and Ukraine's application to join the EU. And they issued a statement acknowledging Ukraine's European aspirations and called for Russian withdrawal. US Vice President Kamala Harris is on a European tour visiting NATO allies and offering support and encouragement as they face a war on their doorstep. She met with Polish President Andrzej Duda and handed over the keys to brand-new Patriot missile systems to assist with air defence. She also embraced calls for Russia's actions to be investigated as war crimes. Absolutely there should be an investigation, and we should all be watching. And I have no question the eyes of the world are on this war and what Russia has done in terms of this aggression and these atrocities. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready get 30, ready get 20, 20, 20, ready get 20, 20, ready get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back. It was a busy night of Premier League and Europa League action on Thursday. In the Europa League, West Ham lost their first leg in Spain 1-0 to Sevilla, while Rangers had a 3-0 home win against Red Star Belgrade. In the Premier League, Newcastle won 2-1 at Southampton, Wolves beat Watford 4-0 and Aston Villa beat Leeds 3-0. Chelsea, who hadn't had time to remove their shirt sponsors, managed to win 3-1 at Norwich and manager Thomas Tuchel says playing football was a pleasant change from all the drama. And in the end, we, we cannot influence it. We did not cause the situation. We cannot influence it, so we allowed ourselves to enjoy that we are here and we have the privilege to, to play football in Premier League and we wanted to show the best thing and sometimes it's, it's good to sweat it out. He's a motherfucking legend and he's been in more action movies than you could shake a stick at but it turns out Samuel L. Jackson is not the sweariest actor in Hollywood. He popped up on Jimmy Fallon show to talk about his new Apple TV drama series The Last Days of Ptolemy Gray where Jimmy had some bad news for him. There's a list of Someone who said the most swear words in movie history. Who won? It's not you. It's Jonah Hill. That's some bull. <laughs> I mean, that's a. <laughs> that, no. That, that, no. No way, no man. No way, man. <laughs> Hang on to your corsets. The raciest period drama ever to hit Netflix is coming back. Bridgerton returns for its second series on March 25th with a whole new set of drama and a whole lot more steamy action. This time it's focused on Anthony Bridgerton's search for a wife. Happens when duty is in conflict with the heart's true desire. Why then there is the potential for a considerable scandal indeed. Honor is hanging by a thread that grows more precarious with every moment in your presence. 
my sister to be happy. Can you make her happy? True love is worth it. Smart 7 Ireland edition. Wherever you're listening, do us a favor and hit the follow button. We're back tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. Have yourself a great day. Written, produced, and published by Daft Doris. Hi, this is Kira from the Smart 7 Ireland edition. Just to let you know, we're pausing this podcast from Friday the 25th of August, but you can still get up to speed in just seven minutes if you search the Smart 7 and catch up with our UK edition. Thanks for listening.